It's Mattress Firm's President's Day Sale. Right now, save up to $600 when you get a king bed at a queen price and a queen for a twin. Like a Serta Perfect Sleeper Queen mattress, now just $499.99. Plus, take home a free adjustable base when you spend just $499. Don't wait. Visit mattressfirm.com or a store near you for our best deal of the year. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewood Mills. Dykewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 1,200 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Hewitt Mills. The obligation of a Christian man. I want to teach you something. The obligation of a Christian, and you say, attempt great things for God. Let's go. The obligation of a Christian, say, attempt great things for God. Obligation of a Christian, you say, attempt great things for God. Obligation of a Christian to the heathen of the world to use all means available to preach the word of God. The obligation of a Christian witnessing to everyone the conversion of the nations through the blood of Jesus Christ. Just a little bit more And can't you go Just a little bit further Can't you preach just a little bit more And can't you give just a little bit more The church must send or it will end So I tell great things for God Now you got to get up, stand up oh, 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 oh. You must fight the fight Oh yes, get up, stand up, don't give up the fight, don't give up the fight. Oh, you gotta get up, stand up, oh yeah, you must fight the fight. Oh, get up, stand up, and don't give up the fight, don't give up the fight. Jesus came on a mission, he came from heaven to earth, he fought the devil in the wilderness. And he fought the souls of men He fought to save that which was lost He suffered and the Pontius Pilate Dying on the cross 
So his blood was shed for you. So you need to get up, to get up, stand up. Oh, you must fight the fight. Oh yes, get up, stand up, and don't give up the fight. Don't give up. Oh, you need to get up, to get up, stand up. Oh, you must fight the fight. Oh yes, get up, stand up. did what they could do they went to the ends of the earth you see Paul went to the Gentile nations preaching Christ to them William Carey he fought for India Adoniram Jackson fought for Burma Zizendorf went to the ends of the earth James McKeon he came to Ghana so you need to get up I'm gonna take that last one one more time. Say, the apostles did what they could do. They went to the ends of the earth. You see, Paul, he went to the Gentile nations. Preaching Christ to them. William Carey, he fought for India. Adoniram Jackson fought for Burma. Sizendorf, he went to the ends of the earth. And McKeon came to Ghana and said, Get up, say, Why are you sitting down? Oh, you need to get up, say, Get up. And don't give up the fight. Oh, you need to get up, say, now listen, it's my turn and it's your turn to fight a very big fight. The others have fought, now we must fight for this generation. We cannot sit and make excuses, playing games with the word of God. Getting married and making babies Changing business and doing jobs Cause we are in a fight Hey, I fight to win the rest So get up Taking that one more time, can I? It's my turn and it's your turn to fight a very good fight. You see, others have fought, now we must fight for this generation. We cannot sit and make excuses, playing games with the word of God. We're getting married, we're making babies, we're changing businesses, we're doing jobs, because we are in a fight. Yeah, I fight to win the Lord. You gotta get up, say. Stand up. Oh, no. Oh, you gotta get up. Stand up. Don't give up the fight. Don't give up the fight. Oh, you gotta get up, say. Stand up. Oh, you gotta.
up the fire. Asiko wati de, lati shisha olua. Akoko wati de, lati kebe inirere. Edrumi eni wuso so, seya be ye biakwa so. Mucho na 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 no, wadi wadi shegu tu omaje. Eje kati de, kashisha olua. to give it up for the stars. Is that the best you can do? I want to feel you in this place. Hallelujah. Well, we've come to a very important part of this program and um, it is time to hear the word of God. Hallelujah. Jesus said that the words that I speak unto you, they are spirits and they are life. I believe that spirit is about to enter into us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. I want everybody find a place. If you don't have a place to sit, try as much as possible to be stable. If you are standing, be stable. No movement up and down. Hallelujah. Because A spirit is about to enter into somebody. Hallelujah. I believe that everything that happens is orchestrated in the spirit. There's nothing that happens by chance. So today, the word that is coming, a spirit is coming and is going to determine what will happen to somebody here. Hallelujah. And ladies and gentlemen, like I said earlier, I've been waiting for this opportunity for the past 12 years to have 
this great man of God in the church I'm pastoring. So today is like our day for me. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm, I bless the day I met Bishop Doug. Um, you may not know, but I got born again in Lighthouse Chapel International on the 3rd of January, 1993. At the canteen. I became a shepherd in Lighthouse. I became a pastor in Lighthouse. I became a reverend minister in Lighthouse. I became a bishop in Lighthouse. <laughs> Hallelujah. So somebody like me, if you pick me and throw me out, there's nowhere I can go. Everything I know is here. Hallelujah. And um, since I met Bishop, light has come into my life. One day somebody, one day somebody asked me and he, he said, am I sure I'm my father's son? And I said, why are you asking me this question? He said that you look so different from everybody. I thought you were adopted and brought here. And I said, well, the secret is the spiritual family I belong to. Hallelujah. And I want, I want, I want Bishop to know that this life that I have, I owe it to him. Everything I am, everything I have become today, I owe it to him. Recently, I was there when Reverend Eastwood called me. And I asked myself, I mean, somebody like me, why would such a man call me? You know, then I realized it is because of the relationship he has with my father. Hallelujah. And I, I really thank God, Bishop, I thank you very much for the exposure you have given me, the opportunities you have given me. It has turned my life around. And if I, I happen to come into the world again, I don't think there's any other spiritual family I would like to join. No, you see, it would be like Moreno. Now we are waiting for the team that he will go to. That team would be our team. So when I come, I'll find out which other church would bishop that he would meals pastor. Then I'll join that church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the singular honor tonight to welcome one of the greatest evangelists. Bishop Doug Heward Mills. I see the light. pray. Father, thank you for tonight. What a blessing it is to be in your house today. Guide us by your mighty Holy Spirit into all that is wonderful. 
Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Proverbs chapter 1. I'm excited to be here in Teshi. What a blessing. I think this is the first time I'm preaching. Or the second time. No, whilst you have been here, I think I've been here before. On a Sunday morning, I think it was. But we have so many churches, I haven't preached in most of them. So anytime I get a chance to preach in one of our churches, I'm excited. And we are going to have more churches, so... If you get the opportunity, you have to be thankful to the Lord. Amen. Guns, we, we the guns, we have few areas left. Most of our lands have been taken. Oh, and have been sold for different, different things. So we are left with a few coastal areas. Teshi, Jamestown, La, La, a small one. But we thank God that we are still have some small space. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to listen very carefully because I want to share with you some mysteries tonight that are going to be helpful for your mission in this life. Amen. Wisdom is a very important thing. And uh, the more you have wisdom... And knowledge. Yeah, it just went. Whatever you did was the right thing. Okay. The more you have the wisdom of the Lord, the more your uh, life changes. All right? If you look at uh, those who know how to make carpets, I, I, when we came and I saw your carpet, I was happy. It looks, it feels nice. So, those who make carpets are ruling over those who buy carpets. Is there anywhere in Ghana where carpets are manufactured? No. And there are so many things we we don't make. Tiles, we don't make. Um, glass is there a glass factory we don't make rubber do we make rubber we make rubber so we make tires now in Ghana we make Charlie water now do we make our own Charlie water wow What about cars? No cars? Kantanka. It's a car. What about wheelbarrows? 
What about matches? What about sheds? Shed factory? Where is the shed factory? Amazing. When you work in the in certain places, some people have to wear uniform. They usually you wouldn't get the managing director wearing uniform. Because the higher you go, the more you've learned in school, the bigger the job. You get it. So those who have more wisdom from school and other things, they are they are higher. If you join the army, you haven't been to university, you start as a private. Private is not a toilet. It means it is, it is, uh, it's a, <laughs> private is somebody who doesn't have a stripe, he doesn't have any rank at all. That's the lowest. Then you become a lance corporal with one stripe. Then you become a corporal with two stripes. Then you become a sergeant with three stripes. Then you become a staff sergeant with three stripes and a dot on top of the three stripes. And then the next is what they call a warrant officer. And that is it. That's the highest you can go. But if you go to the university, shh, Listen, when you shout, you may not hear. It's like two people watching television. One is always talking, and one is always trying to listen. You get it? The one who is talking never hears the news. Then after his pass, what, what, what did they say? Hey. That's what happens in my house. But I will not tell you who is the one talking. <laughs> it's a secret. So listen, so that the news will not pass before you ask, what did he say? And I'm saying that. What was I saying? Huh? When you go to university and you join the army, you start as a lieutenant, which is higher than the highest of those who started as privates. Private is not a toilet, always remember. Private... Lance Corporal, Corporal, Sergeant, Staff Sergeant, Warrant Officer is less and lower than a, a Lieutenant. Yeah. So more school, more knowledge, more wisdom, then you, you always go higher than those who haven't learned much. That's, that's how life is. Everywhere. You get it. So it is good to go to school because the school is teaching you some things, some knowledge, some wisdom. Another source of knowledge and wisdom is the word of God or the church. When you come to church, you hear the word of God. The Bible says, I'll give you pastors after my heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. So you understand a lot of things about life which you cannot get from school, from church. That is why... Somebody who may not even go to the university, but through the knowledge and understanding that he has from the word of God, he looks even higher than somebody who went to university. Because in terms of real life, he understands more. 
You see, when we go to school, we learn a lot. But there are a lot of things you cannot use. Like if you dissect a frog, like I, you're dissecting frog, you cannot use it practically. Do you understand? I've never used my frog dissection practically in life. You get it? But if you read the Bible, you see a lot of practical things you can apply for yourself. Are you listening? So wisdom is something that God gives. And it is something that the more we can receive of it, the better our lives become. Why? Because wisdom is a source of prosperity. To prosper, Bible says, riches are at her right hand. Is that not so? That's why the Bible says it's the principal thing. Proverbs 4 verse 18 says, Exalt her, she shall promote thee. So promotion is as a result of wisdom, how you are thinking. Okay? Bible says, uh, she shall bring thee to honor. Honor is respect. Some of you, you've been coming to church, nobody even minds you when you come. But as you receive wisdom, you receive honor. Amen. Amen. Happiness is one of the things that comes from wisdom. Because the Bible says, happy is everyone that retaineth hair. Proverbs 3.18. Alright? Happy. Happiness. Happiness is from wisdom. Yeah. When you meet a stubborn fool and you try to advise the person, he doesn't listen or she doesn't listen. And later on, the person has a lot of sadness. And will be say, pray for me, pray for me. Pray for me, pray for me. But happiness comes from listening and receiving wisdom. Pleasant things in your life also come from wisdom. So, if you want to experience pleasantness, you need more wisdom. You need to listen to the podcast. You need to listen to messages. And you will start to experience nice things in your life. Things that you, you didn't have as a child. Because the plans that God has for you are not what you experience as a child. He has other things that you didn't experience. Greater things. You are going to experience them. Peace is also one of the things that comes from wisdom. Bible says in Proverbs 3.17, her paths are peace. The paths of wisdom. When you walk in the paths of wisdom, you have peace. So, the wisdom that you are going to acquire for your life is going to make you have peace. Where people are struggling and hustling, you are going to have peace. Amen. Amen. Riches. More valuable than treasures. Wisdom. Proverbs 3 verse 14. Says her merchandise is better than the merchandise of silver. And the gain thereof than fine gold. She's more precious than rubies. So you are going to have something more precious than rubies. That is why when people don't have money. They try to still send their children to school. Because the wisdom you get 
is more than giving your child money. You see, when you come to church, don't think of getting money here. Even when you are broke, you know, in life, there will always be people who have far more money than you have. One of the important things is to be able to stay with people who are richer than you and not be looking at them lustfully. Do you understand? Yes. And not be looking at them with desire, hoping that they will remember that you are around. And hoping that they will take something to bless you. Do you understand? Because when you are poor and hungry, you see people and you realize that this man, if even he gives me small, he will not notice it. But me, how it will help me. Oh God, touch his heart. What I'm saying, is it true or it's not true? When you, when, you, when you are like that, what happens is that you will continually be frustrated in the presence of prosperous people. Do you see? So take your mind off what somebody has and what somebody can give you. That is a beggar's mind. You'll never be a beggar. The fact that Lazarus was a beggar and went to heaven doesn't mean that begging is endorsed by God. Because even AME, they have laws against begging. Do you understand? Yeah. Now, as you seek for wisdom and you search for wisdom, you are going to receive Something far more precious than any rubies that the person can give you. That's why I'm encouraging you. Do not be looking at people's blessings with desire. Just be okay. And say to yourself, Oh, even those people who have a lot of money, they are not happy. But me, I'm happy. Me, I'm very happy. Do you understand? Yes. So... Do you know why? When you are experienced and there are people around you who are desiring what you have, you can feel it. Julius Caesar, he said, that man yonder, what is his name? He's Cassius. He has a lean and hungry look. And such people are dangerous. No one wants to be around someone who is looking at you hungrily. So wisdom is going to give you, God is going to give you wisdom because wisdom is so important. Amen. Now, tonight, there is a mystery that I want us to attempt to solve. And that mystery is 
When it comes to medicine, medical science, or the science of physics, chemistry, biology, and all the other wonderful things that people have learned. Do you see? It looks as though most of that kind of knowledge is from unbelievers. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, even music. When you see, when you hear some music, like some of the songs that Bob Marley and some of these people sang, it looks like, wow, this is really fantastic. Do you see? Where is it from? Because it's not easy to compose a song. Few people can compose. A lot can sing, but few can compose a good song. And many composers just, they just mix and match some of the music. When you look at the inventions that have come into the world, you know, one of the questions you ask is that, so, is it, is it the devil? I mean, how do they know these things? Because if you take medicine, medicine, science of medicine, or even the computers that we are using, you take somebody like Bill Gates, who had a dream to make everybody have a personal computer, a PC, and he's become so rich, and all the softwares and the things that they are doing. It's like you don't hear the name of Christ who said, to the glory of God, this wonderful computer is dedicated to the glory of God. You don't hear such things. What is the man's name? The one who made iPads. You don't hear God. The current boss of um, Microsoft Apple is both a homosexual and an atheist. He doesn't believe in God and he's also a homosexual. So it's like, and they are inventing iPhone 7, iPhone 8, iPhone 9, iPads, everything fantastic. Hmm? All these things were not there before. Where you can do so many things. Huh? People don't write anymore. One of the things that is getting finished in the world is pens. Yes, it's getting finished. Facebook. Zuckerberg. 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 Whatever. Zucking. It's a zuka. It's a zucking somewhere. He's 28 years old and has declared himself at that age, I do not, there is no God. He's one of the richest people in the world. This is what he's saying. Look at what he's saying. A young boy. Hmm? Look at somebody. And uh, so many things have been invented. The Wright brothers invented aeroplanes and tried flying with 
their wings. And they have gradually perfected it. Where did they get these ideas from? The reason why the American Air Force uses the, the name of their plane is F, F-14, F-7, F-8, F-14 is after the falcon bird. The, 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 when you look at the falcon, the way it flies is more, it's nicer than an eagle. And the speed and the things they can do in the air. Just like the plane, F-14, they can turn. Everything they can do. It's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. You can't even believe it. Yeah. Today, you hardly go on a ship anywhere. But even in Ghana, I mean, years ago when people like Alexander Dowie, William Carey, when he was going to India, he goes on a ship. It will take about six months to go from England to India. But now you sit on a flight seven hours from London to India. Yeah, about 14 hours. No, 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 at all. India is about eight hours. Seven hours, eight hours. Nine hours maximum. Hours, not, not, not weeks, not months. Yes. I, I have been on a ship from London, Accra, Accra, London. Yeah. When we were, when we were children, in the 60s. In the 60s. Your parents hadn't met. Some of you. <laughs> There wasn't any plane. No any planes. It existed, but it wasn't. It was the queen who came for our independence on a plane. But, I mean, you, you take a ship and you go. You see? So, some people have invented things. Fantastic. None, few of them are giving glory to God. Few of them. Hmm. Few of them are giving glory to God. Are you listening? Yeah. Few of them are giving glory to God. So the question that we have to ask ourselves is, so Christians cry, are we wise? You, you get the question. Like, are we wise when we say that we are receiving the wisdom of God? Like, are Christians also wise? God, most of these people don't give glory to God. And many of them are saying that there is no God. Take anti-malaria medicine. Look, when the missionaries came from Germany and Switzerland to Ghana, you know when a mosquito bites you, 
it takes three, 21 days for the parasites to go through the cycle and multiply and give you malaria. So when they arrived, they were happy. But after three weeks of being bitten, they started to have symptoms. And many of them were dead within two months. So like you come or you die. You come, you die. You come. But today, few people come and die. Like you came to Ghana and you are dead in two months. And many of us would be dead if it was not for malaria medicine. Many people have asthma. will be dead also. High blood pressure, you'll be dead. Long time. Uh, diabetes, you'll be dead. You'll be dead. Huh? Almost any infection, sore throat, ear, that your ear will burst and the thing will go deeper. Augmenting was not in existence during. Listen, oh, you know, my preaching is not. I'm not shouting, but I'm preaching. You'll be surprised that I'm preaching. Listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just asking whether Christians are wise or not. During the like 14th century, some thereabouts, what do you call it? A disease called the plague came. And it was caused by uh, Yersinia pestis, which is you know, small bacteria. The medicine that can cure it is augmenting. Ampicillin, penicillin. But they have not been invented. Do you know how many people they killed? Millions. One third of the whole population of Europe was killed. Yeah. People used to run. The reason why John Calvin, who is originally a Frenchman, went to Geneva and was in Switzerland was because he was running away from the plague. It had come to France and he ran to Geneva. And he stayed there and became a famous pastor there. Yeah, everybody was dying. Everybody. Then at a point they started to blame Jews. They said Jews have caused it. So they would come and take all Jews in the town and kill them. Yeah. Jews. They, they really suffered. They've been suffering for years. Because of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 28. A curse. If you disobey me, you'll be driven from country to country. So, just one invention. And then, we, are, we would have been okay. Today, we have helicopters, cameras, I wouldn't be surprised as I'm preaching they are transmitting live but they don't tell me the truth these people I'm sure they are transmitting live people are watching in different countries yeah amazing how and CNN you know during the Gulf War was the first time we started hearing like news from all over the world instantly live coverage it was during the Gulf War, and then we heard the word CNN. That's when it started. 
None of these people give glory to God. Donald Trump, is he a Christian? Huh? Is he a Christian? He says he's a Christian. Yeah. He says he's a Christian. But the people who are inventing the things, eh? even the doctors, they don't give glory to God. One day, one of my professors in the medical school said that when he's dead, his brain should be taken out of his head and put in a preservation because there's so much knowledge. He was, he was talking to us, the students. He said, there's so much knowledge in there. Wow. It must be preserved. Amazing. When you go to medical school, a lot of the doctors and professors, they are arrogantly dismissing God. When I was in school, one of the lecturers, medical school lecturers, he said that those of us who speak in tongues, we need to go for a certain test called electroencephalography to check the electrical discharges from our brains. Our brains are not normal. That's why we are speaking in tongues. Is it a nice thing to say? They don't give glory to God. Huh? They're always laughing at us. They will laugh at lighthouse and say, are you, are you a shepherd or a sheep? Are you a shepherd or a sheep? Medical school, Ghana medical school. You see them. Amazing. One day, one of, one of the lecturers asked the student on Friday, what are you doing this weekend? And he said, I'm going to church. This was about 20 or 30 years ago. And he said, really? We, for weekend, you are going to church? Said, yeah. Which church? He said, Lighthouse. Ah, which church is that? Who is the pastor? And they said, that he would not. <laughs> he laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. And then, is that person here? Maybe he's even here tonight. They laughed and laughed and laughed. And they told him, he asked, Sir, why are you laughing? He said, Doug Hayward Mills, is he normal? Is, he, is, he, is, he, is his brain working well? He said, I'm starting a church. That is the attitude of people who have knowledge and wisdom. And we, you see that a lot of us who are pastors, oh yeah, school. No school. Eh? SU. When you are the SU president, it means you are failing. You bump. <laughs> eh? Christians. It's like when you see somebody who is spiritual. It means that he doesn't go to school. He doesn't have any high job in the bank or anywhere. And they look at me Eluwa. Is it not true? When you see somebody, it's like this guy. I mean, his English weren't good at the time. 
His English weren't good at the time. So I'm just trying to ask us a question. Christians, are we wise? Uh, is it like unbelievers are wise? Like they have, I mean, the knowledge and all these things. They seem to have it and they seem to be thinking. That is why when some of us were doctors became pastors, it was a shock. It's like, how? A doctor? A lawyer? What? What's wrong with him? Cannot be possible. It pains them pa, that a doctor like myself will be a pastor. It pains them. Yes. It pains them. It really hurts people. But more doctors will be preaching. You watch and see. More doctors. More lawyers will be preaching. Amen. Are you listening? So, I don't know whether you have answered the question yet in your head. Christians, are we wise? Hmm? Now, this is something I want you to really think about. Because I know that God is going to bless us greatly with wisdom. Amen. Are you there or you are going home? Proverbs chapter 8. Verse 12. I wisdom. I dwell with prudence. And I find out the knowledge of witty inventions. So God is saying here, this wisdom which we've been reading about in the whole of Proverbs, my son, attend to my words, by wisdom. And he, he even speaks about wisdom as a person. Now he's telling us that here, that wisdom is, God's wisdom is the wisdom and the knowledge that is found out, that finds out witty inventions. Oh God, but few Christians have found out witty inventions. When they find out witty inventions, they don't even acknowledge you. So is it from God or it is demonic? One man of God, he was casting out, he said three things that is against doctors and devils. And he casting out devils and doctors, all of them, together. He saw, yes, you see, and it, you, you know, if you study, you will find out why. Because at, at a point it was like, they, they don't believe in God. You see, Christianity has been such that People don't, if, if there is medicine, it's that it's not from God. Once you take medicine, God is not involved. Yeah, you don't have faith. You don't have faith. That's why you are taking medicine. Because every medicine is an invention. Every single drug 
we take is an invention. And he's saying, I wisdom, I dwell with prudence, which is advanced thinking, practical things, and I find out the knowledge of witty inventions. Now, you see that God is the giver of witty inventions and knowledge. Turn with me to Daniel chapter 1. Don't worry if I'm not preaching fast. But what I'm preaching, I don't know why God has chosen you to listen to these wonderful things. Yes. Now, Daniel chapter 1, verse 1. In the third year of Nebuchadnezzar, the Lord, verse 2, the Lord gave Jehoiakim into his hand. And verse 3. And the king spake to Ashpenaz, the master of his eunuchs, that he should bring certain of the children of Israel, of the king's seed, and of the princes, like children of Israel, good, good children. Verse 4. Children in whom was found no blemish, but, listen on. Are you there? Skillful, well-favored, skillful in all wisdom and cunning and knowledge and understanding science. And such as had ability to stand in the king's palace, whom they might teach the learning and the tongue. Of the Chaldeans. So they found some people who were well favored, skillful in wisdom, cunning in knowledge, understanding science, and such as had the ability in them to stand in the king's palace, which is another quality to work closely with the king. Some people, when they come to the king's palace, they'll just be take. can I take a selfie with you? And that is not what is necessary at the time. Are you there? But look at the 17. It, it goes to talk about the children. They said we don't want the, what we, everybody remembers is that they, they didn't eat the same food. But in verse 17, you can see something about the knowledge, the understanding and the science they had. He says, as for these four children, God gave them, God gave them knowledge. God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and all wisdom. And then Daniel was separate. You see, he's showing here the separate was that Daniel had understanding in visions and dreams, which was a little different from the understanding in knowledge and wisdom. And it was God who gave them. God who gave them. God 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 gave them. 
God gave them. God gave them. God gave them. God gave them. Hallelujah. Verse 20. And in all matters of wisdom, all matters, economics, huh? economics, sociology, philosophy, political science, war, every area, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all his realm. Wow. See, that was the science of those days. If you remember when Jesus was born, three wise men, we say three, but we didn't say three, but wise men from the east. They follow the star. You know, if you know the stars, which we don't know much about, there are so many things you can see and even direction. And I tell you, you better know stars if you are going out on the sea. Or if you have a certain amount of water and two pigs, one goat, and some rice on board, you better know stars. Because you can go forever and ever in the wrong direction and there will be nothing left. You've eaten all the two pigs. You've eaten the goat. The rice and your water is finished and you you can't see land anywhere. You better know. And, and to know and understand how far it is. One day I flew from Durban in South Africa to Sydney, Australia. 14 hours. Where we took off, we didn't land for 14 hours. And we flew 90%, 95% over water. At the speed of about 1,000 kilometers per hour. Usually they fly between 900, 940, 950 kilometers per hour. Around 950. Sometimes they drop to 800, depending on the wind. But when you are on some planes, you go to 1,000, a bit over 1,000. And you see that they are just just moving. Yeah, 1,000 kilometers per hour. Yeah. Are you still here? And I was sitting by the window looking out. It was only water. We took off in the morning. So you can imagine a a boat that is going slowly. You are going in that same direction. You never reached where you are going. So you better know the direction of the stars to show you that there's an island here or turn right or turn left. You will drown. You you will die of you will die of uh, Test and hunger. Yeah, so that was the science. So back to Daniel chapter 1, the last, it says, all matters of wisdom and understanding, all matters, economics, science, physics, chemistry, whatever the science was, he found them ten times better. So, God is the source. Bible says God gave them. Now, you have to come to the belief that God is the giver of knowledge and wisdom. Why? Because knowledge and wisdom 
is the greatest blessing for the human race. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. And I want to read it from the screen. So screen man, be with me please. Matthew 5, verse 44. Does God, listen, look at my question. Does God give wisdom to unbelievers? Yes, he does. And because wisdom is what changes the lives of people. Wisdom is what makes people blessed, healed, delivered. And God is the giver. Now notice this verse, Matthew 5, 44. I say unto you, love your friends. Love your enemies. God so loved the world that he he did what? He gave. When God loves you, he gives you something. So I say to you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. So people who have been cursing God, God has been blessing them. Do what a God we serve, I tell you. What a God we serve. He has been showing people the cure for so many diseases. Helping mankind to drive faster from Teshi to Sakumono. The first car was invented by a Jew. It's blessed Jews. A lot of the inventions have come through Jews. And a lot of Jews changed their names so that people couldn't trace them as Jews. A lot of people are suspected to be Jews, but they changed their name because there was so much persecution for Jews throughout the centuries that it was wise not to be a Jew. But I say to you, love your... Do good to them that hate, bless them that care. Zuckerberg, you, they have given you Facebook. You are, you are saying there is no God. No problem. Do good to them that hate you. Huh? Zuckerberg, you said there is no God. Be there. What is the man uh, of Apple? What is the Apple man called? Tim Cook. Cook. You said that there is no God. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them which despisefully use you and persecute you. I'll read it again. No, 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 no. Go back, go back. I say to you, love your enemies. God loves even his enemies. God loves even his enemies. He blesses them that curse him. Bless them that curse. Do good to them that hate you. This is what he's saying. Do good to them that hate you. And then pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Why? Why? Because of verse 45. That you may be children of your father which is in heaven. You will be like God who is in heaven. Who makes the sun rise on the evil and on the good as well. And sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. Zuckerberg, rain is falling on your head. You are cursing God, but he will allow the sun to shine on you. Zuckerberg, you are cursing God, but he will let the sun shine on you. Because of verse 44. Go to back to verse 44. I say to you, love your enemies. Bless people that curse God. Say, God, God, there's nothing. 
like God. God is not alive. Foolish God. What do you say, Christian? You are whatever. Oh, this and that and that. And you see they will be living 83 years. 94 years old. 100 years inventing things. Say there is no God. What's up? He invented what's up. Yeah. Why? Why should we be good to people who curse and insult us? Verse 45 says, that you may be the children of your father. God, that is exactly what God has been doing all this time. He'll show you how to fly, how to take medicine, how to make Ventolin inhaler, inhaler, how to take ampicillin, chloroquine. He has been sharing these revelations to wicked and people and every kind of person. Hey! And verse 46. For if you love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? Huh? If you salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Look at this, is the key verse. Be ye therefore perfect or mature. Even as your father, which is in heaven, is perfect. This is how God is. And he has been giving men um, wisdom and revelation and knowledge all through the years. But they don't acknowledge God. Now, the Bible says... Eh? What the unbelievers lack. I'm comparing the wisdom of unbelievers with believers. Is they lack the foundation or the very beginning. You see, if you build a house and you don't have a foundation, you are not going to do well. Psalm 111 verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You see, unbelievers who curse God and hate God, they are like people who have gone to university, but they didn't go to class one. So even when they are speaking, their English weren't good at the time. They are what? English. It wearing good at the time. Eh? So you see them speaking physics, chemistry, but they are English wearing good because the first basic, Psalm 111 verse 10, the fear of the Lord, like to fear God is the beginning. That's the beginning of sense. So Zuckerberg, a bear sense, owner, a bear in the beginnings of wisdom, eh, no G, a, a mistake. Eh. No G, a mistake. His English weren't good at the time. That is why I said there is no God. ABC of sense. He doesn't have it. And he says he wants to be a doctor. When he doesn't have the ABC of sense. Yeah. 
Because the Holy Spirit in Isaiah 11 verse 2, 3, spirit of wisdom, spirit of understanding, spirit of counsel, spirit of might, spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. They go together, all this knowledge, without the fear of the Lord or without attributing things to God, you become a fool. And you see that your English weren't good at the time. Proverbs 1 verse 7 and Proverbs 9 verse 10. Proverbs 1 verse 7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. It's the beginning of physics. That means it's the beginning of chemistry. That means it's the beginning of economics. That means it's the beginning of philosophy. It's the beginning of science. It's the beginning of medicine. The beginning of the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. You have not begun to have knowledge. Yes. The beginning, the beginning. And you see that you don't have the beginnings. That you seem to have so many things, but you lack, it's like there's nothing under. Yes, there's no foundation. You built a high building. You remember uh, Malcolm collapse? Remember that building that collapsed? Yeah. There was a fellow building, a brother, a sister, a twin of the one that fell down. That was standing by it. And when its brother came down, everybody in the house next to it ran out. And when they said, go back to work, they said, yeah. Because the foundation, you see, they see that even though it looks glassy, there is something seriously wrong if it is the same person who built. Yes. One day, a building collapsed somewhere. I went to look at it. And right by the building that collapsed was another tall building. So I asked, who are, who are here? He said, oh, when this one came down, white people, they never came. That was the first and last day they, they left there, that place. Because even though it looks good, you see that maybe the foundation of the building is not good. And it's going to, it's going to kill you in the end. The foundation weren't good at the time. Tell somebody the foundation weren't good at the time. <laughs> Proverbs 9.10 Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. So when you lack the knowledge of the holy, you lack, you lack sense. That is the main thing that we have to say. Your sense is finished. So you may come with your Nobel Prize Prize. You may come with your physics prize. Medical prize. Professorship. This and that. Whatever. Once you lack the fear of God. You lack the foundations of wisdom and the foundations of knowledge and the foundations of understanding. 
they are all missing from your knowledge and from your wisdom and, and you are empty and you are a dangerous person. Because it is God who gave. Bible says God gave them knowledge and skill and understanding in science, in everything. God gave them. God gave them. Yes. Now, many people don't know God is very kind. Oh. God is a kind. Wow. Listen, I'm going to show you some things. Don't be tired of my preaching. That's how my preaching is. Now, Genesis 40, verse 5. And they dreamed a dream. Both of them. The butler and the baker. Hmm. Each man according to the interpretation of his dream. And Joseph came into them in the morning and said, and they were sad. And he asked various officers that were with him in the word of the Lord's house saying, why, 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 why are they? Why are you looking sad? And they said unto him, we have dreamed a dream and there is no interpreter. And Joseph said, do not interpretations belong to God. Tell me, tell me your dream. I'll help you. So the chief butler told his dream to Joseph. And said to him, in my dream, a vine was before me and the vine three branches. And it was though it budded and her blossoms shot forth. And the clusters thereof brought forth ripe grapes. And Pharaoh's cup was in my hand. I took the grapes and I pressed them into Pharaoh's cup. And I gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. And verse 5 And when the baker saw that the interpretation was good He said unto Joe Hey, I also had a dream I also was in my dream And behold, I had three white baskets on my head And in the uppermost basket there was of all manner of baked meats. And the best did eat them out of thy hand. Wow. Amazing story. Isn't it? And what happened after that? Verse 18. And Joseph answered, this is the interpretation. Three baskets are three days. Three baskets are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh shall lift your head, which means cut off your head from up to you and hang thee on a tree. His dream weren't good at the time. And the bed shall eat. But go back to verse 8, 9, somewhere there, when the, he was explaining the butler's dream. The butler's dream. And we have dreamed a dream down, down further where he was explaining it to. And Joseph said, this is the interpretation. The three branches are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up thine head and restore thee to thy place. And thou shalt deliver Pharaoh's cup into his hand after the former manner. Wow. Now look, these are wicked men. You know, these people, they didn't believe in the God of Joseph. But God showed them the future. 
Yeah. You see, you would think that. You listen, we're only prophets are giving dreams. Yeah. Usually it's like a prophet. A man of a man of God, a man whose eyes are open. A seer. These are unbeliever, butlers, and wicked. This guy, when he was released from the prison, he forgot about Joseph for two years. Not a word. Didn't remember him at all. So fully wicked man. Yeah. Some of you are here. You are praying to be prophets. These guys were unbelievers. It was being revealed to them their future in detail. Three branches are three days. Three baskets are three days. That's why sometimes when an unbeliever comes and tells you a dream, you should sometimes take heed to it that you may think that, are you, are you a prophet? Are you a prophet? Are you a man of God? Where, where is your ministry? Where is your man? How many visions have you had that have come to pass? You see, God is kind. He lets his sun shine on people that curse him. He gives dreams and visions to people that don't believe in him. They don't mind him. They despitefully use him. They hate him. And he will, he will bless you with vision. Genesis 41, quickly. Verse 1. And it came to pass at the end of two full years. I'm, I'm emphasizing on unbelievers. For you to see that God gives unbelievers. At the end of two full years. Pharaoh, not a prophet. No, there was no prophet. No Kenneth Hagin. He's a Kenneth Hagin dream. Or Ezekiel dreamed. Or Jeremiah dreamed. Or Daniel dreamed. Pharaoh, the wicked man. Hey! Worshipper of the dead. A man who does not acknowledge God. He had a dream. God gave him a dream. A revelation to help the world. To help the world and save the world from starvation. To help the world, save the world from destruction and death for everybody. He gave it to no other than Pharaoh. And even Joseph and all these guys, no, was not given. Joseph, the only dream he had was the first one. The one that he saw the sun and moon and starts bowing to him. Since then he stopped dreaming because it caused so much problem that his spirit rejected future dreams. Verse 2. And behold, there came up seven well-favored kind. You will be well-favored. And fat-fleshed. You will be fat-fleshed. And they fed in a meadow. You will feed in meadows. And behold, seven other kind came up after them out of the river. Like he was... Pharaoh was watching the river. Then cows came out of the river, walking out of the river. Hey! Can you imagine? You see a river flood, then something is coming out. Like wet. A cow has come out of the water. Wet. Submarine cows. Submarine cows. Uh, 
Look at it too. Underwater cows. Ill-favored. Ill-favored. And lean-fleshed. Hey! You will be well-favored. Ill-favored means you are never chosen for anything. Lean flesh means you are too lean to be attractive. Your bones are showing. Your clavicles are exposed. Your, your, your ribs are exposed. Your intercostal spaces are revealed. And they stood by the other kind upon the brink of the... That's why you must not stand by people who are some way. Because these ill-favored ones were standing next to the well-favored. And they were about to do something terrible. It will never happen to you. And the the ill-favored and lean-fleshed kind did eat up the seven well-favored and fat kind. Ha! And so Pharaoh, as soon as the cows ate, because a cow doesn't swim. You see, a cow doesn't swim. Submarine cows. Secondly, it eats grass. But it has eaten its fellow cow. Wow. A carnivorous cow. The cows became carnivores. So Pharaoh awoke. And he slept and dreamed the second time. Look, look at God. God is blessing Pharaoh. As, when he goes to sleep, then God blesses him again. God showers wisdom. God gives him prophecy. God shows him the future. God is showing him things. A wicked man. Worshipper of the dead. Zuckerberg. Small boy, 28 years old, you say there is no God. Who born you? Where do you come from? Ah! Where did you get that dream from? I said, where did you get that dream from? Who gave you the visions? And the dreams? God gave them. God gave them. God gave them. And this is Pharaoh. And God is downloading. He's left the Israeli prophets and he's downloading to Pharaoh's. And he slept and he dreamed the second time. Behold, seven ears of corn came up on one stalk, rank and good. And behold, seven thin ears and blasted with the east wind. You will never be blasted by a bad wind. Blasted by the east wind, sprang up after them. Hey! And the seven thin ears devoured the seven rank and full ears. And Pharaoh awoke and behold, it was a dream. He was shocked that it was a dream. It was so real. Wow. And it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled. And he sent and called for magician. You see, he was into black magic. He called for magicians. And all the wise men and Pharaoh told them his dream. But there was none that could interpret them unto Pharaoh. Then spake the chief butler unto Pharaoh, saying, I do remember my faults this day. Those who forget. 
those who forget. God has blessed you with a dream and a vision. You forgot about God's servant. You insult pastors. You insult the servants of God. You forget about them. God gave everything to you. You, you, you just left them aside. Huh? So here you see, I'm just trying to show you that. God's kindness. See, all this, when someone, when you are even, when music is played, and you see, this thing is wonderful. You realize that only that the person has not used the music to glorify God. He used it for the devil. A lot of these songs, some of the songs that we converted, they were charged with evil spirits. Used to charge the masses with lust. There are people, when they hear the song, they start having sex in the discos. That's when their erections come. And they start having sex in the nightclubs. When they start hearing, I'm stuck on you. I have to enter you before I will be stuck in stuck in you. I'm going to and I will be stuck there. Yeah. Amazing. Are you still around? Are you amazed that God is giving wicked people, isn't it? Daniel chapter 2. In the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams. Another wicked man. And I'm going to show you his wickedness. You watch and see. Very, very wicked man. He was a very wicked man. And the king commanded magicians, astrologers, sorcerers. And these are the people that he moves with. Magicians, magic, sorcery, juju, witchcraft. These are the things, these are where he gets his powers from to reign. Yes. And God gave him dreams. (laughs) Wisdom understanding for the future. So they came and stood before the king. Verse 3, I'll show you how wicked the man is. And the king said, I've dreamed the dream. My spirit was troubled to know the dream. Verse 4, look at something. Then spake the Chaldeans, oh, live forever, tell thy servant the dream, we will show the interpretation. No problem, you just give the revelation, give the dream. Huh? Then the king answered, the, the, the thing is gone from me. If you will not tell me the, interp- the dream that I slept, when I slept, tell me my dream. And then the interpretation of the dream that I dreamed. Eh? You shall be cut in pieces. And your houses shall be made a dunghill. 
He was a very wicked man. I tell you this man. I said yesterday I dreamt. Tell me my dream. Otherwise you are dead. Look at the kind of. And I will turn your house into a downhill. Private toilet. It will turn into a private. But if you show the dream. You shall receive of me gifts and rewards. Therefore show me the dream and the interpretation thereof. And they answered and said, let the king tell his servants the dream and we will show them. Please, you tell us your dream. We will interpret it just now for you. And the king answered, I know of certainty that you want to gain the time. You are playing for time. Because you see the thing is gone from me. But if you will not make known unto me the dream, there is one, only one option for you. You have prepared, for I know you have prepared lying and corrupt words to speak before me till the time be changed. Therefore, tell me the dream and I know that you can also tell me the interpretation. What a very wicked ruler. He was about to slaughter all these guys. But you see, sometimes when you are working for somebody, don't think the person is a fool. You come, you give the person interpretation. He, he's just looking at you and say, I, I believe there was an earlier dream. And when they came and interpreted, he said, Look, these guys, uh, they think I'm a fool. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, people somehow think that, like, they think that I mean, the president doesn't know what is happening, or the leader doesn't know what is happening, or the pastor doesn't know, or the bishop doesn't know. Or, there's always that assumption. It's like the guy is a fool. But there had been an earlier incident, I'm sure. And the guy said, you, you think I'm a fool? No problem. I'm watching all of you. So when he had this dream, he said, this is the time to get rid of all these guys. And the Chaldeans answered before the king and said, there is not a man upon the earth that can show the king's matter. Omale. Therefore, there is no king, lord, ruler, that has ever asked such things from any magician or astrologer or Chaldean. There's nobody who has ever asked a magician to do something like this before. Be reasonable. And it is a rare thing that the king requires. There is none other that can show it before the king except the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh. For this God, the king was even more bold. These people, they are liars. Catch them. And he caused, he was furious and commanded to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. Verse 13. And the decree, the decree went for that all wise men should be slain. And they sought for Daniel. Remember, this is Daniel chapter 2. It was in chapter 1 that they were wise men. They had understanding. God gave them. Just chapter 2, they were coming to kill them. Yeah. So they were looking for Daniel. Verse 14. Then Daniel answered with counsel and wisdom to Ariok, the captain of the king's guard, which was gone to slay the wise men of Babylon. And he answered and said to Ariok, why is the decree so hasty from the king? Then Ariok made the king known to Daniel. Then Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would give him time and that he would show the king the interpretation. And Daniel went to his house and made the thing known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions. And they, that they would desire mercies of the God of heaven concerning this secret. Hallelujah! 
who are to desire mercies of God concerning this secret. That Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men. Wow. Then, you see, it is God who gave Nebuchadnezzar the dream. So Daniel went to the God of heaven. And, and then the secret was revealed unto Daniel in the night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. He blessed the God of heaven. He blessed the God of heaven. Hallelujah. He blessed the God of heaven. And Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. Uh, Why? For wisdom and might. Wisdom and might. You see, the wisdom for this dream and the might of the dream are from God. And he changed the times and season. He removed kings. He set up wisdom. Listen. Oh. And he giveth wisdom unto the wise. It is he. And it is he that giveth knowledge to them that know understanding. You see, but they don't. Uh, Zuckerberg, it is God who gave him the wisdom to do the Facebook. Zuckerberg. Yes. Yes. But unlike Daniel, he will not say, blessed be the God of heaven. Rather, you say, there is no God. There is no God. Those professors in the medical school laugh at us. We say, are you a shepherd, a sheep, and a mockers? Yeah. Who gave you the ability to even go to medical school? Who gave you the ability to study and pass exams? Huh? Knowledge. He revealed the deep and the secret things. Secrets of medicine, secrets of science, secrets of computer technology, the chips, the microchips, and the mobile phones, and the cellular technology. He revealed the secret things, and he knoweth what is in the darkness, and light dwelleth with him. I thank thee, and I praise thee, O thou God of my fathers, who has given me wisdom and might. And you see, this is wisdom. The dream was wisdom. And the interpretation of the dream was also wisdom and might. And has made known unto me now what we have desired of thee. For thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter. Therefore Daniel went into the area whom the king had ordained to destroy them. And he went and said unto them, don't destroy the wise man. You bring me before the king. I will show the king the interpretation. Then Daniel brought, was brought before the king in haste. And said, I have found a man of the captives, the captives of Judah, that will make known unto the king. You see, they are finding men among many people. And those people are being used for this great wisdom. Hallelujah. And the king answered and said to Daniel, who, whose name was Belteshaz, are thou able to make known the secret? And, his, and, and, and the interpretation, verse 27, Daniel answered, in the presence of the king, the secret which the, the king has demanded, the wise men, astrologers, and magicians to show, cannot, they cannot do it. But there is a God. There is a God. There is a God in heaven that revealeth secrets and maketh known to the king Nebuchadnezzar what shall be in the latter days. 
So this wicked man was being given information and wisdom as an unbeliever. Yeah. So when you see unbelievers receive music, receive talents, medical science, inventions, knowledge, it's God who gave them. When you read the Bible, it's God who gave them, but they do not praise their God. And God has said, be perfect like me. I have caused the rain to fall. Even those who insult me and curse me, I make my sun to shine on them. There is a God in heaven. Hallelujah. Are you excited by this fantastic? Yeah. So when you take medicine, it is because God has made this secret, the secret known. Yes. God has made the secret known. That is how come you, you can take the medicine. He is the source of all these wonderful inventions. Daniel chapter 5. I'm ending. Belshazzar the king made a great feast and drank wine before the thousands. Come on, only if you're away. While he tasted the wine, he commanded to bring golden vessels which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the temple which was in Jerusalem. Huh? Instead of drinking from your normal glasses, you have gone for church glasses. And they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple of the house of God. And they drank wine. And they praised the gods of gold and the gods of silver and the gods of brass and the gods of iron and the gods of wood and the gods of stone. Hey, what type of wicked people are these? They drank wine and praised the gods of gold, the gods of silver, the gods of brass, the gods of iron, the gods of wood and the gods of stone as they were drinking wine. Uh, real idol worshippers. Now look at what God is about to do. You, you, you say that the wisdom that you have is from, from where? In the same hour. These are visions which few of you will ever have. A hand with a finger appeared on the wall. The fingers of a man's hand and wrote over Upon the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw. You see, the king saw it all. Sometimes you say, I saw. You say, I didn't see. He said, I saw. The king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Then the king's countenance was changed. And his thoughts troubled him. So that the joints, the, the joints of his loins were loosed. Logoligi. Huh? And his knees smote against one another like this. He feared like something. And the king cried, ah! Bring the astrologers and the Chaldeans and the soothsayers. You see, it is the king who saw. <laughs> How many would like to see a vision of a hand? Or, I mean, these are fantastic visions, though. And it was not given to Christians. It was not it was given to wicked men. 
who were praising the gods of gold, the gods of silver, the gods of brass, the gods of iron, the gods of wood, and the gods of stone. And drinking wine from the church glasses and the church cups. Communion cups. They were boozing on with communion cups. And the king spoke to the wise man and said, Whosoever shall read this writing and show me the interpretation shall be clothed with scarlet and have a chain and shall be the number three prime minister, chief of staff. Then came in all the king's one, but they could not read the writing nor make known the interpretation. Then Belshazzar was troubled and his countenance was changed and his lords were astonished. Now the queen by reason, listen on. Sometimes you have to listen to your wife. The queen, by reason of the words of the king and his lord, came into the banquet house. And the queen spake and said, O king, live forever. Let not thy thoughts trouble thee, nor let thy countenance be changed. The next verse is one you should remember always, even if you can memorize it. He said, there is a man. There is a man in thy kingdom. <laughs> in whom is the spirit of the holy gods the spirit of the holy gods is upon you in the days of thy father light and understanding and wisdom like the wisdom of the gods was found in him whom the king the book at Lisa, thy father the king I say thy father made the master of the magicians the master of astrologers and the master of Chaldeans and the master of the soothsayers. You are a master of all magicians. Verse 12. Then Daniel was brought. Is it not amazing? Before the king. And the king spake and said unto Daniel, Daniel, are thou that Daniel of the captivity? Verse 14. And for as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpretation of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubts were made in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar, let Daniel be called and he will show the interpretation. Ah, I have heard that the spirit of the gods is indeed that light and understanding and excellent wisdom is found indeed. Wow. Now the wise men have been brought before me and they could not read this writing. Can you help me? Verse 16. I have heard of thee. I will give you gold and silver. Verse 17. Daniel answered and said, keep your gifts. You. Keep your what? Keep your gifts. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. We are not trying to follow gifts. We are not following. We are not here for gifts. It's not about gifts. Huh? Keep your gift. Give your rewards to another person. I will read it for you. Verse 18. Thou, O king, the most high God gave Nebuchadnezzar thy father a kingdom and majesty and glory and honor. And for the majesty that he gave him, all people, nations, language, trembled and feared before him. This is God who gave him the power. Anyone who is in power, God gave it to him. Whom he would he slew and whom he would keep alive and whom he would set up and whom he would put down. But when his heart was lifted up, his mind was hardened in pride. And he was deposed from his kingly throne and they took his glory from him. He was driven from the sons of men. His heart was made like the beasts. His dwelling was with the wild asses. And he fed him with grass like oxen. And his body was wet with the dew of heaven. 
till he knew that the most high God rules in the kingdom of men and that he appointed over it whomsoever he will. And thou, his son Belteshazzar, hast not humbled thy heart, although thou knewest all this. But thou hast lifted up thyself against the Lord of heaven. And have brought the vessels of his house before thee. And thou and thy lords and thy wives and thy concubines have drunk wine in them. And have praised the gods of gold and the gods of silver. Gods of brass and iron and wood and stone. Which see not, nor hear, nor know. Amen. And the God in whose hand thy breath and whose are thy all thy ways has thou not glorified. Zuckerberg, watch out. It's Zuckerism. Then was the part of the hand sent from him, and this writing was written. Many, many tekel ufasim. This is the interpretation. God has numbered thy kingdom and finished it. Today, pastors don't talk like that to presidents. Thou art weighed in the balances and found wanting. Thy kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and the Persians. They commanded Belshazzar and they clothed Daniel with scarlet, put a chain and made a proclamation that he should be the third ruler. Verse 30. In that night, that very night, Belshazzar, the king of the Chaldeans, was slain. I can give you more stories. But I tell you, I want you to fear the God of heaven. He rules in the affairs of men. And he rules in your life. And he's the one giving wisdom. So don't be afraid from today. Whenever you see medicine, and you have to take medicine, don't say that this is from the devil. It's God who is giving these wicked people who don't glorify him knowledge and understanding that they can take somebody's heart out and put another person's heart in and you wake up after five days and be moving in town. It's it's incredible. But it's God. I believe that God is the giver. And he gives all through the Bible, you see, Abimelech, the king, he gave him a dream. He said, you are a dead man. The woman you've taken is somebody's wife. He started having diarrhea. And he called Abraham and said, come. God gave him the dream. All through the Bible. You see God speaking to unbelievers. He doesn't only use prophets. But even wicked people. He has spoken to them. Yes. What a kind God. What a kind God. But you and I. We are going to give glory to God. How many are going to give glory to God? Stand to your feet everybody. Lift your hands and pray for the spirit of light, understanding, wisdom, so that God would also speak to you in the night visions, speak to you, warn you, tell you what to do, help you, and guide you. Father, thank you for your blessing, your mighty, mighty Holy Spirit. We give you praise. We give you God. Lay hands on your head and receive an impartation of God's wisdom. An impartation of light, an impartation of understanding in all matters, in all matters of learning, in all matters of knowledge, in all matters of skill, in all matters of science, 
in all learning, in all wisdom, in all understanding, in all counsel, the spirit of light, the spirit of understanding, of science, of cunning and knowledge. Gina Masona Temilono Tamazambe Peridolomos Mentualeva Tobulambe Cabrindalomazabala. We give you praise and we give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. We pray. Lift your hand and thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Father, we lift our hands and we thank you for every wisdom you've given us even to be in your house today. We are grateful for calling us. We are grateful for sending us. And we are grateful for choosing us. May we never not give you the glory that we have to give you. We give you thanks in Jesus' mighty name. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here tonight, you are not a Christian. Or maybe somebody invited you to church, but you are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. Pastor, pastor, pray with me. Pray for me. I, I need God. I want God. If you are here like that, if you are here like that, you want me to pray with you because you want to give your life to Jesus. Please don't walk about now. Don't move at all. Even if you are an important person in the church, don't move. Just stay where you are, please. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Pastor, I want to give my life to God today. Please pray with me. If you are here like that, you want me to pray with you. You want to give your life to God. Lift your right hand up high. Just your right hand. And I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. I see so many hands. Lift it up high. I want God to come into my life. I want to receive Jesus Christ. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I don't want to go to hell. I want Jesus to come into my life and save me today. Your hand must be up if you are like that. So many hands. If you've lifted your hand, come to the front. Come. Come. Come to the, to the front here. Come running. Come running to Quickly, come. His calling. His grace will be Close your eyes and say this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I am sorry for what I have done. Have mercy on me. Please write my name in the book of life. Oh God, say, Oh God, I know I am a sinner. Have mercy on me. Cleanse me. Wash me, forgive me in the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. I love you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for saving me today. I open my heart. I receive Jesus Christ as my Savior, as my Master, as my Lord. Thank you, Father, for saving me today. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah.
Don't go back. Don't go back. Oh, don't go back. I want to give you one of my books. This, you are the only people going home today with a presence. Everybody is not going with this, but you are. And look at the topic. How you can be a strong Christian. Do you want to be a strong Christian? So, can you kindly give the books to the people? Don't go back to your seats. I'm going to pray for you again. Somebody didn't get one here. All right. Now, God bless you. Look at me. Look at me. God is changing your life from today. When you go for a wedding, they will say, do you, do you accept this girl as your husband, as your wife? You say, yes, I do. Do you accept this man? Yes, I do. Then after that, what? You are married. So when you come to the front, you say, I accept Jesus as my savior. Do you receive him as, and you, you say, that's all. You are saved. Bible says, if you believe in your heart and you say it with your mouth, you are saved. So this evening, you are saved. Amen. This evening, you are what? You are what? Saved. You are saved. You are washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And your name is written in the book of life. If you die tonight, straight. Heaven airways. Direct flight. Amen. But from tonight, you have to come to church regularly here. Yes. Why? Because as you are standing here, you are born again. So you are born in this room this house so this is your house wherever you are born is your house is it not true is it not true and this is born again god is going to change your life forever amen so go back to your seats and when we close come back to the front here we are going to talk to you over here so go back to your seats god bless you you may be seated We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you.